The Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Glad to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. There's a whole lot going on, a whole lot to get to. Cray News with Kay on a Monday at the bottom of the hour. Make sure you stick around. Only a little bit of, of the earth is going to end soon talk. And then there's some other talk in there, too. But uh, make sure you stick around for that. We've got a lot a lot happening there. Plus, you know, all this wokeness in this country drives drives a man crazy. And I guess a woman, too. Um, all of this wokeness just doesn't make any sense. And it's just the further tearing down of the fabric of the nation. And I don't know what the end game is other than full control and central government and socialism for everybody. I really think that's what it is because socialism means that those who, who find themselves to be the elite will still get to live as freely as they'd like while the rest of us only are controlled by them. We'll have a couple of stories on that as well on a Monday. That's a Motown Monday. Let's go. Chocolate voice, how you doing? I'm okay. Polo's making it happen. CJ in the seat for Sam. Appreciate you. Oh yeah. The wokeness is all around us. The good thing is I think that we're actually waking up and the anti-woke movement is actually taking hold. There are a lot of people who are now uh, promoting America-only companies, a lot of people promoting freedom and liberty means something, a lot of people telling the truth about 1619 and beyond, a lot of people telling the truth about slavery, when it ended, how it ended, and, uh, and the fact that we were in the forefront of making sure that the Western world stopped doing it, even though there are still slaves today, uh, more slaves today than ever on the planet, and very few people say anything about it. So, yeah, we're doing the right things by going anti-woke, but still we've got people who somehow got into leadership who are making decisions that don't make any sense. CRT is critical race theory. Critical race theory, without me giving an opinion, this is fact. Critical race theory is promoting racism against white people, period. That's all it is. Nothing more, nothing less. And I dare anybody to challenge me on that because I'd love to have that argument. But in the meantime, CRT is being used in official places, in official areas, being Mm -hmm. pushed hard by some people. What do you have? Uh, This is from the Daily Mail. A mandatory critical race theory inspired course forced on New York City's public workers is an immoral and illegal waste of money that will sow grievance, an expert has said. Mayor Eric Adams' administration has told all city workers to undertake a course by March 6th that includes sections about systematic racism, which negatively impacts communities of color compared to white communities. The themes throughout the course are inspired by controversial critical race theory, CRT, which teaches that racism is embedded throughout society and its institutions. Mike Gonzalez, a senior fellow at the Influential Heritage Foundation based in Washington, D.C., said the course being pushed on New York City workers is not just a huge waste of money, it breaks the law. He said such policies are an example of cultural Marxism that aim to change how people look at reality. The training, which was reported by Fox News, also says our society has used race to establish and justify systems of power, privilege, exclusion, and oppression. The training covers what it refers to as individual, institutional, and systemic racism and instructs all NYC workplaces should maintain an equity lens by implementing anti-racism training and creating spaces where race and related issues can be discussed openly. 
anti-racist training. Anti-racist training is anti-white training because the supposition and the suggestion and the inference by CRT is that white people are inherently racist, which is not true. It's simply not true. Unless you want to go to parts of Africa where white people are treated like garbage. So does that mean that black Africans are inherently racist? Well, no. I think that all of these things are learned. We do not have a racist country now unless you want to take a look at the racism that is being cast upon whites even as we speak. Let's take it down to the very basic molecules if we can. I have no, I had no input in who got together and made me. I have no input in what their background was. I have no input in what my skin tone ends up being. I have no input in the coarseness of my hair or whatever my ancestry happens to be. You had no input in yours either. Nobody listening nor watching right now had any input whatsoever in who decided to get together to create you. None. So how exactly is it that anybody could be treated differently because of that outcome? Did it happen in this country for a long time? Yes. Did we, did we lose 600,000 Americans fighting the Civil War that ended up ending slavery? Yes. And by the way, the Civil War was not about slavery. That was a major component. It was about states' rights. The South thought they had the right to continue doing what they wanted to do without any involvement of the federal government. To an extent, they had that right. Until and unless it, it was about enslaving human beings. I think in one of the debates that, that Lincoln had, may have, may have been against Stevenson, I don't have it in front of me, but the argument was made that, yes, states have rights and they should have freedoms, but we can't ignore the moral suggestion in those, in those rights. You can't say, well, we, because we're Alabama, think it's okay to kill people with a shovel. Well, no, morally that's wrong, and if you're crossing that moral line, you certainly can bring it into question. Enslaving human beings was not morally right. It was something that had had happened for millennia on this planet and continues happening today. There are slaves today, more slaves in, in Africa today than ever. We have a sex slave trade happening across our border, a human trafficking, which is slave trade, across our border. Nobody's talking about it. Now, we're talking about 1865 for some reason. So the idea that today in America, where we have the Civil Rights Act of 1964, Voting Rights Act of 1965, where we have laws that make sure we have equal opportunity in this land, the idea that we're still somehow racist today against black and brown people is an idea that's just factually incorrect. We do, however, have the acceptance of racism against white Europeans. That's just somehow okay now. I mean, it's not, but it's accepted. If you made a video and you're a so-called black or brown person, which is not something I'd ever heard before in my life, or BIPOC, which is really new, you can go on YouTube today and do an hour-long video about how racist white people are and how horrible white people are and what privileges the white people have. It'll, it'll, be, it'll be trending in two seconds. Let me take this segment of my show and put it on YouTube. They will ban me from the site. That's what we're talking about. Critical race theory or anti-racist theory is anti-whiteness. That's what it is. You often hear people that exclaim themselves or proclaim themselves BIPOC, which is black indigenous people of color, BIPOC. They, they often will say we have to deal with the problem of whiteness. What does that mean? What if I said I want to deal with the problem of blackness? That'd be a problem, wouldn't it? 
So we're in a day and age where we really are teetering on the fence. You can either go one way and believe that everybody is equal and should have equal opportunities, and you don't believe in equity of outcome or equality of outcome, you believe in equality because of meritocracy. Or you go the other way and say whites inherently have privilege, therefore they should be treated like dogs and the rest of us should get revenge for what happened in 1865 or 1619. By the way, the 1619 Project is a novel. It is not fact. Check out 1620, a book that was written by a guest that I had on my show, and you'll see him debunk the entire thing. But it's not just somebody inside their house. Listen, you have the right to be a racist in your personal life. I have chosen to treat everybody like my brother or sister in this human experience, so I don't have a racist bone in my body. Not one cell in my body is racist. Never has been, never will be. You might be a racist through and through. Maybe you're white, you hate black people. Maybe you're black, you hate white people. Maybe you're Hispanic, you hate everybody. You can do that. Until or unless you start spending taxpayer dollars to prove that you're right in your racism, which is what they're trying to do now in racism against whites called CRT or equity or DEI or ESG. So it's now's the time. Many of you have been waiting your entire lives to figure out when should I start standing up against the wrongs that are happening in society? What is the hill on which I would die in my either metaphorical or literal fight? The hill should be meritocracy works. It's why we're so great. Equal opportunity is the right way to go because it's anti-racist. We're the greatest land on the planet. That's why 5 million people came here illegally in the past two years. At some point, you have to make that point. You can't get into groupthink thinking, I'm surrounded by my black friends, therefore white people are bad. Or I'm surrounded by my white friends, therefore black people are bad. I had a guy tell an N-word joke to me once early in my career. And I said, man, I don't, I don't do that. I don't, I don't play that. And I was an outcast from that guy. And guess what? I wanted to be. I didn't want to be in his group. That's the stand you have to take. Even if it means you don't get that job, even if it means you're not in that group, even if it means you can't bowl with that team, you have to make the stand. If you're black, you have to stand up against racism. If you're white, you have to stand up against racism. If you're Hispanic or Asian or American Indian, you have to stand up against racism. If we all do it, it goes away. And by the way, we're less racist in this country today than we ever have been in our history unless you want to consider the racism against whites, which is rampant. Now, some of you think that I'm just full of crap because I'm, I'm white. First of all, I'm beautifully olive. We all know that. I'm not white. Um, secondly, white supremacists hate me because I'm Southern Italian mostly. So I'm not in some category trying to trick you into, into there's no racism in America. There is But again, the propensity of racism, black against white or anybody else against white, is so much higher today than it's ever been. We are going the opposite of what Martin Luther King Jr. wanted. He had a dream and died for it. He went on the hill, died on the hill, and every single day with CRT and DEI and ESG and putting illegal aliens up in hotel rooms and and so on, goes against what he died for. It actually sullies his memory. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Your thoughts when we come back. You're listening to Joe Pags. 
My pleasure to have you here on a Motown Monday, the Joe Pag Show. Thanks a lot for stopping by. A lot of people want to be heard. Can't get through? Just uh, go to JoePags.com, scroll down, click on contact. You can also hook up on all the social media. It's all there. It's all growing nicely. And again, if you want those videos, and I, I know I keep repeating it, those of you who are on there, thank you for doing that on Instagram. But a lot of people still go, oh, where, where? Carrie literally got two emails over the weekend. Where are those TikTok videos? Why'd you stop doing those? We want you back. Come back to TikTok. No, not going to do it, right? I mean, what's the difference if you press the TikTok button or you press the Instagram button on your phone? It's, it's it gets you to a site, uh, an app, and uh, there we thing. are. We're, yeah. we're doing them right there. We should probably have you do one. People, that would that'd go nuts. No, no. Blah, 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 blah. Come on. Now you say, come on, <laughs> come on, come, come on. on. <laughs> That's pretty good. It's actually pretty good. Uh, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247. Your thoughts about ESG, CRT, DEI, uh, the inequality of what we're seeing in our society. And there's there's some strange... By the way, keep in mind, those who keep on suggesting we need equity have never said we need equity in sports. And it will never happen. In sports, you've got equal opportunity, which is the way it should be. 70 to 80% of the NBA is black. Those were the best players available. That's why they were hired by the team. That's why they were put on the roster. I don't want equity in the NBA. I don't want equity in, in any sport. I want the teams to put together the best, or the, the franchises, to put together the best team they possibly can. And if that best team is all white people, fine. If it's all black people, fine. If it's all Hispanics, fine. It bothers me that there's actually a push right now to de-whiten the NHL hockey. So they hired a black female to be their person of equity or something in the NHL. They had the NHL players all wear some freaking pride flag on their uniforms a couple of weeks ago, three weeks ago. Why? I want the team that I'm pulling for, and I don't watch hockey, but... I want the team that I'm pulling for to get the puck in the net more than the other team does. That's all I want. Nothing more, nothing less. What's the question? Yet for some reason, we have to do ESG, DEI, equity in hockey because it's too white. But nobody's saying that about the NBA or the NFL. The NFL is like 70% black. The NBA is almost 80% black. Fine. It's great. I have no complaint. If you're putting together the best team, because the owner wants to win, because winners have the seats filled, winners have merchandise that's bought, winners go and, and win the championships and bring all sorts of prosperity to the town, to the team, to the owner. You want to put together the best team. And then we look at this CRT push or the anti-whiteness push, and you start asking yourself, well, wait a second, is it's only meritocracy for who you say it's meritocracy for? It's not meritocracy for everybody else? It's only equal opportunity in the sports world, uh, only sports world where it's dominated by, by minorities, not sports world that's dominated by whites. Way more whites in the NHL than anywhere else, so obviously we've got to fix that. But you can't say it about the other sports, because then you're a racist, which makes no sense. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Bill, Minnesota, talk to me. Hi. Hey, Joe. How are you doing tonight? Living the dream, my friend. What's happening? Hey, first off, thanks uh, for your show. I love it. Love what you guys do and love how you do it. Um, so I was just calling in tonight to remind everyone I had my first child uh, 16 years ago, and I remember they were bragging about this is the uh, first generation that is truly colorblind. 
And nobody talks about that anymore. Instead, we talk about how everyone is more racist now than they've ever been. Do you realize that what you just said is actually a microaggression? <laughs> My bad. No, no, I'm serious. Bill, hear me out. I mean, of course, I don't think it is. But the woke crowd in this country hears the words colorblind. And they say, oh, so you're deleting my culture? You're deleting my ancestry? Whereas colorblind used to be a very good thing. You can't say colorblind anymore because if you do, they're calling it some sort of a microaggression, which makes me sick. They're literally taking words that you and I grew up with, knowing that our ch- my children don't have a racist bone in their body. They're, they're taking what we've done in a positive way for society, and now they've made it, they've made it a negative, hoping to confuse people. Amen. All right, brother. I appreciate you, Bill. Very well said. Listen, I know that Carrie's kids don't have any racism in their hearts. I know that, that Polo, uh, there's a child in your life as well, doesn't have a racist bone. You've got my kids who, are, who work for us. CJ's working tonight. Doesn't have a racist bone in her body. Sam, who's my executive producer, another daughter. Gabby, who streams after I do every night, another daughter. We don't care about race. But when you say, I don't see race, or I'm colorblind, the left will actually attack you and say you're deleting my ancestry and my culture from society. Okay, so what should I say? Because if I say, well, uh, the suspect is a black man, you can't say black man, just say male, wearing a white t-shirt and blue jeans. Well, that could be, a mil- it doesn't matter, you can't say it, you're profiling. No, I'm not. I'm actually saying what the suspect looks like. I don't know when you can say race and when you can't. So what I've decided to do at my age, is not give a crap anymore. And if I'm describing a suspect, I'll describe the suspect. If I'm describing my friend, I'll describe my friend. If I'm describing somebody in meeting at the restaurant, I'll describe the person and actually say what his gender is, what his race is, what he looks like, and I'm not going to think twice about it. Like I said, you have to make the decision if you're going to die on the hill. Or if you're going to let the country go by the wayside for your kids, your grandkids, and their and their kids. At some point, you have to say something and do something and break the mold. It's, it's just that easy. And I'm not really sure why we're confused by that. You can't say melting pot anymore either. I kid you not. If you say melting pot, you're deleting everybody's ancestry, everybody's culture. Guess what? You don't have a culture above the American culture. Now, the American culture, the United States culture, is made up of all sorts of cultures, and it's wonderful. It's better than any other place on the planet. Yet I'm supposed to say your Italian culture, your Hispanic culture, your black culture is is tops, and then we could talk about America after that because anti-whiteness. Come on, man, shut up. At some point, we have to move past that, and we only do that if more of us get a backbone. And when we're cornered, we just tell the truth. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247. Go to JoePags.com right now. Check out the stories we write every day. By the way, the Dr. Malone interview, about 30,000 views so far. If you haven't seen that yet, go right now to Rumble, look up Joe Pags, and watch that video as well. When we come back, it'll be Cray News with Kay on a Monday. Stay here. This is the Joe Pags Show.